Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hello, friend. Welcome back to So Here's the Thing. I know it's been a hot minute. We took a little hiatus uh, while we were relaunching the Creative Educator Academy, so I could really pour into that experience. And I am excited to be back on a new day. If you've been here for the past couple of years, which, wow, that's weird to say out loud, the past couple of years, you know that I would release a new episode every Thursday. Well, it's Monday, and here's a brand new episode. I asked when you guys liked to hear new content, new education, fresh podcast episodes, and blog posts. And by and large, so many of you guys wanted Mondays. So here we go. We are going to be releasing a new episode every Monday from here on out, and I am pumped about it. So this week's episode, I'm really, really excited to talk about. You guys know I'm obviously very passionate about a solid, uh, really great educational experience. And from both perspectives, from the person investing in education and from the person who's providing that education. So we're going to be talking about questions you can ask yourself both as a mentor and as a mentee if things don't go the way that you thought they were going to go during a mentoring or coaching experience. Now, it is no secret that I love coaching. I know I talk about it a lot. But again, if you guys have been listening for a while now, you know that I also love to keep it real. And the truth is that sometimes a mentoring or coaching experience doesn't go well or doesn't go as expected. And so I thought it would be great to talk through some questions that you can ask yourself and um, no matter what role you play in this relationship and get to the root of the problem or the root of things and ensure that you walk away knowing that you've done your due diligence, you've done your best in order to get the best out of the experience. So we're going to kick it off from the perspective of the person being coached, the person buying the mentoring or the coaching, uh, the person making the investment. When you feel like things aren't going the way that you expected, a few questions that you're going to want to ask yourself, um, and I'll try to give you guys examples as well as we go along. The first thing, and this is really hard, a lot of these questions have a lot to do with your own self-awareness as well as kind of a as, as impartial as you can possibly be view of the relationship and of the exchange and of the experience. So putting that out there as a disclaimer while you run these questions through. The first thing you're going to want to ask yourself is, are you being coachable? Are you, as the person being coached, like the person who paid the money to get somebody's input in your business, are you coachable? Were you coachable? What does that mean? Now, being coachable, I mean, we I could talk about this all day long. Uh, I actually, I coach dance. I've been involved in activities my whole life. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening can relate to that. And then when you flip it on its head and you think about like, an educational coaching situation, it's kind of the same. You still have to be coachable. You've got to let yourself be open to hearing new perspectives. You've got to be uh, open to hearing things that aren't going well in your business. You've got to be willing to hear places that you can improve or places that you're failing. And I know that that can be really difficult for some people. Some people by nature are not coachable. And that's not like 
a thing that you need to be embarrassed about or ashamed of. It's okay if you're not coachable by nature, but it is so important to do your best to allow yourself to be coachable at the end of the day because you are paying somebody, you're investing your time, your resources, your money, and having somebody come into your business and tell you what to fix, right? You're trying to improve. Um, So were you being coachable? Uh, Did you allow for critique, constructive criticism? Uh, Did you allow for all of those things to happen? And then did you actually let that ruminate and like take action on it? Or did you become defensive and let your walls come up and not want to hear where you can improve? Um, And if that happened, that's okay. But it's really important to identify so that in the future, when you invest in someone, you can tell them like, hey, I actually have a really hard time taking advice from people. So that's the first question. Were you being coachable? The second question, and again, these are hard questions to ask yourself because you really want to make sure that you're being as self-aware and as fair as possible. Because at the end of the day, your coach, your mentor, typically, and there are always exceptions, but typically they do want to help you. It's in their best interest to help you. It's in their best interest to see you have success. Of course, there are bad coaches out there, and we'll talk about that as well. But It's really important to try to be fair to the person on the other end of this. So the second question is, did you show up and were you holding up your end of the deal? What I mean by that is that a lot of times people invest in coaches and mentors when they're feeling overwhelmed, when they're feeling lost, when they're feeling overworked or tired or burnt out. And so that's not really an ideal situation to have a ton of free time, right? And so a lot of times... Uh, what I'll see is that people who are being mentored, they're not showing up the way that they probably should be for themselves. They're not holding up their end of the deal in terms of doing the work that your coach or mentor is advising you to do. And so if you're not doing the work, you can't really expect to see results. So that's the second question is, did you actually show up? Did you put the time in? And the third question is, if you are not seeing the results that you want or getting what you think that you need, have you actually expressed it to your coach or mentor? Have you requested a call? Have you sent any thoughts over in whatever form of communication you and your coach have established is appropriate? Now, this is a hard one because a lot of people are conflict avoidant and they maybe have developed a personal relationship with their coach or mentor. They don't want to hurt their feelings or they don't want to have any kind of perceived confrontation take place, but it's so important because people only know what they know and you can't always expect a coach or mentor to be a mind reader. So it's really important that you ask yourself, if I'm not seeing the results I've wanted and I haven't gotten the results I think that I need, have I actually reached out and told this person that I'm not happy with the results? Now, follow up. If you have asked yourself these three questions and you decide, yes, I was being coachable, I did show up, I did hold up my end of the deal, I'm not seeing the results that I want, and yes, I have expressed it to my coach or mentor multiple times, and they're being dismissive or they're not willing to change the way that they coach or mentor me, or they're not willing to take a hard look at what it is that they're doing, now that's a problem. 
But typically what you'll see, and again, there are exceptions and I've actually encountered, unfortunately, I have firsthand encountered the exception to this rule that the majority of coaches really do have your best interest in, in mind and at heart. And it again is in their best interest for you to see success so that of course, then you are a shining example of what it's like to work with them uh, when they're trying to book their future coaching or mentoring clients. So Keep that in mind as well, that it is rare to have a truly bad coach uh, who has bad intentions. Now, their coaching might not be incredible, and maybe that does need to have um, you know, a follow-up conversation about how to make things right. Maybe you need to ask them for extended coaching sessions you know, where they complimentary like, gift them to you because you are saying, like, you, know, you promised me these results, I'm not getting them, or things aren't going well. You know, that's obviously, I can't speak to each coach's customer service model, but, you know, those are conversations that I think could be had. Now, this next section of the episode is going to be dedicated to questions that you should be asking yourself if you are a coach or mentor and you have a client who's unhappy with their investment. So if you have no interest in being a coach or mentor, it's still worth the listen, I think. Um, but if you have any interest in ever sharing your uh, your expertise, your knowledge, this will hopefully be helpful for you. And if you're currently coaching, this is definitely for you. So I have three questions to ask yourself when somebody comes to you and they're expressing that they're unhappy with their investment. The first question I want you to ask yourself is, did you let them fall between the cracks? Is that a possibility? I know, again, like I mentioned in the first section, talking to my mentees and my coaching uh, students out there, I, I know that I said self-awareness is super important. I know that I said that it's in your best interest as the coach to see your coaching clients succeed. However, coaches are human beings. Mentors are human beings. And it is possible that you might let a client or two fall between the cracks and you need to be aware of that so that you can fix it. So ask yourself, is it a possibility that you let things kind of fall by the wayside and you didn't do your very best work? The second question, and this is probably in my opinion, the most important question. Did you ask them for actual feedback? What I've noticed a lot in the past few years of working with up-and-coming mentors is that they leave a session thinking that things went really, really well, they don't ask for feedback, and then a few months later, they're like, I don't understand why this person is not singing my praises, and they are thinking that they're not getting the success. I gave them all the tools they need. Well, you can't be sure of that because you never ask for feedback. So did you ask your client for feedback? And if the answer is no, it's not too late check back in with them and ask them for feedback now. The third question I've got for you is, did you ever notice that something was off? And the reason that I ask this is because this is actually really common. It's common for you to notice that something is off with your mentoring or coaching client. Um, a lot of times, our clients and our students get overwhelmed. Sometimes they try to shut down. Sometimes they try to ghost. Sometimes they don't hold up their end of the deal and they are not showing up. But guess what? This is a really tough love moment here. It is on us, the coaches, the mentors to make the next move. So did you notice that something was off, which again is common and it's okay, but then what did you do? Did you reach out? Did you give them ample opportunity to work with you? I have an example here. So I have a mastermind. It is uh, several months long and it's small group. And within that group, I work with a lot of incredible people. But 
typically what happens is sometime during those extended months, I'll have a mastermind member need to take a break or kind of like gets overwhelmed and stops showing up to calls or stops utilizing the extra ways that I give them to work with me. And so what I try to do is I try to reach out to them. I actually go above and beyond. And again, I am not saying that you have to follow my business model, but for me, I'm okay to, when somebody invests in coaching or mentoring, or in this example, my mastermind, it's usually a high ticket investment. And so I'm going to give them as much as humanly possible to make sure that they succeed. So if that means that I gift them one of my courses, then I gift them one of my courses. If that means that I gift them an additional one-on-one call with me, then that's what I'm going to do. So are you giving ample opportunity to work with you and to get back on it? Because it's not uncommon for our coaching clients and students to kind of fall off and you know, get overwhelmed and life happens and they usually are running a pretty successful or um, trying to be successful business. And so they might be hustling and it might be busy season, whatever it is. Are you giving them ample opportunity to work with you? Are you following up? Are you going above and beyond to ensure their success? Because again, whose best interest is it in for everybody to succeed? I mean, it's in the coach's best interest for sure. So in the example that I just gave, I talked about what I do when one of my mastermind students falls off. But I shared in the first section uh, talking about questions that you should ask yourself as the person being coached. I was in a coaching program where I did do all the things. I was being coachable. I was showing up. I was following the program and I wasn't seeing the results. So I reached out, requested a call and was denied a phone call. Y'all, this is my two cents. This is my soapbox. Please don't ever be that mentor, that coach that puts policy and company guidelines above the success and the customer service aspect of being a coach or mentor. We are all human beings trying our very best to succeed, and it is in our best interest for the other person to succeed in this situation. This is a relational transaction. This is something that requires a lot of relationship building. And if you are not willing to go the extra mile, then it's possible, then you might not be cut out to be a coach or mentor. That is some real tough love right there. We went dark, but that's okay. It's important to uh, to really acknowledge that. Not everybody is built to coach or work one-on-one, and that's fine too. It's all about self-awareness. But if you've got the passion for it, If you feel strongly that you want to help somebody succeed, you can totally do it. Um, Ask yourself those questions if you have an unhappy client and then do what you can to fix it. At the end of the day, again, we're all humans and human to human. I think when people see that you are trying to make things right, that's pretty much all they can ask for. So I hope this episode was super helpful for you, whether you're a coach, a mentor, a mentee, or a coaching client yourself. And I am so excited to be coming by every Monday with you guys. If you're not signed up for our email list, make sure that you get on there. We drop an email every single time a podcast episode goes out with additional resources and fun goodies. And I'll keep you guys updated on everything that's coming. And if you want to become a mentor, I have a really great resource for you inside of my course library. You can go to leilyamadi.com slash shop and check out Mentoring 101 to get started on your journey as a mentor or coach. I believe in anybody who wants to share their gift with the world. I believe that there's a way for you to do it and that there's a way that you've been built to share and impact the people around you. So 
I'm cheering you on and I will see you guys next Monday. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.